of Tutors. I'm Erin. I'm Victoria. I'm Hebeka. And this is Out, Out of, of Tune. Wow. What episode is this? I don't know. 17, <laughs> I think. Wow. Oh my gosh. We're almost legal to vote, you guys. <laughs> Jesus. <That's> <laughs> we have to do something special for our 20th episode. Oh, yeah. Yes. In our twenty first episode. Just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, today's tuning is to be determined by me. Um, I have not found a clip yet. Um, by the time that this episode is up, I will have found a clip, and it will be wonderful. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I kind of forgot, <laughs> to be quite honest. But that's fine. Um, that's just how it goes here at Out of Tune Podcast. So, okay, <laughs> how it is. But yeah, so we have kind of a different, um, I don't know, epi- not really different, but we're talking about something I don't think we've ever talked about before. No. Yeah. So yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we all love to use Spotify, yeah. but it begs the question uh how much are the artists on there getting paid and we kind of hear you know you hear little things about it like you know taylor swift didn't want her music on spotify for a long time Mm -hmm. that's the only person i remember talking about it and then i think leticia our friend once told us about her group which is on spotify and she was like yeah we make a couple like 25 cents every month or something that's something (laughs) that one of the professors at penn state like posted a screenshot Mm -hmm. of i think it's called cd baby or something like that that Mm -hmm. like shows how much they make from each thing and it was like eight cents yeah a thousand plays which is just absurd so So, i was talking hard like one of um beyonce albums lemonade wasn't in spotify for a while also Mm -hmm. because of that well i'm not sure if it's true or not but yeah yeah but the I don't know. I got the idea because I was, you know, conversations with Chris. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like it's such a hot topic, like, especially with classical musicians Mm -hmm. who are also like indie musicians who are not necessarily like signed to a label. Right. Where I feel like it's much more worth it, probably, if you're like a major big artist to like with a label to have stuff on Spotify and you probably make kind of okay. Because you have like millions of streams, obviously, but for like these mm-hmm. be- like beginning, not beginning musicians, but like beginning recording musicians or like people who are just trying to get their name out there or mm-hmm. not, yeah, doing very I, well. <laughs> I was watching a video of a guy. He started to play his music on Spotify on October, and now he's making like four thousand dollars for one million views. But he got wow. like one million views, and it was in a pretty short amount of time, I think. Mm-hmm. But it it was I thought it was so interesting. He was just giving some tips on his video on how to like put your music out there, and mm-hmm. of them, one of them was like use TikTok to spread your brand because it can. He got he got uh, TikTok famous real quick. I see. And he used that to get more like more plays on right. music on spotify so right i think it depends like i said it de- definitely depends on how, how many I just, you, yeah i feel like it just depends on who you are yeah so, so i yeah wait aaron go ahead you've done a lot of research on this i don't know yeah i started 
digging because you know it's very confusing actually because i just googled like do artists make spotify or do artists yeah. on spotify make this much money per stream or whatever and then That's i what found I did too. Yeah. two really good articles there was one blog called song trust that i was going through to help understand some of this stuff and then there was also a rolling stone article mm. that i found really interesting so spotify's corporate mission i figured we can start with that oh interesting is- to unlock the potential of human creativity by giving a million creative artists the opportunity to live off of their art and billions of fans the opportunity to enjoy and be inspired by these creators which is pretty good and yeah i it's interesting to me because as a listener like spotify is the best like i love it so much spotify premium once i yes. got it like i couldn't go back big fan especially as a music student and just in my person, like, I love indie music. I always used to listen to Pandora radio, and mm-hmm. then I switched over to Spotify. But I love that they still have the Discover Weekly and, like, the yes. Days mix. I was just about to say, like, I feel like it can curate, like, a bunch of, like, just based off of how you listen and who you listen to. Right. And you find um, new artists who are, like, in the yeah. genres that you like. But you mm-hmm. don't have to do the, you don't have to, like, go do the work (laughs) yeah no it does it for you yeah yeah so like that's cool and then you can make the playlists you can download those playlists like if you're going on a flight or whatever Mm -hmm. you don't have to be connected to the internet and then they also have like the spotify wrapped which i know we all like just to see like it's interesting to see who what who you listen to a lot what your top song was all that stuff totally so then of course i looked into artist payment and artists do get paid per stream and it counts as a stream if the track is played for 30 seconds or longer oh interesting yeah and the way they make money is through royalties which i feel like we've heard that i don't know at least me i heard the word a lot but i never knew what it meant mm-hmm. so royalties uh payments are made on a per use basis and it you know defined as income earned through the use of a song including album sales digital downloads streams radio airplay use in film blah 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 the list goes on but it's separated into a couple of different kinds of royalties so the first is a performance royalty which is you know payments made to a songwriter or publisher for the public performance or broadcast of a musical work so that counts as radio television bars and nightclubs concert venues anywhere else mm-hmm. um it's- but it's interesting because pandora would use a performance royalty because it's kind of like a radio se- streaming service where you don't have complete control over what's played and then same with am and fm radio mm. tv film advertising that's performance royalty um, and they're paid through an organization, which this part kind of like, I really don't understand it <laughs> still, but you know, they're paid through a performance rights organization. Or... I was seeing that too. And I feel like what I read about the organizations on how they're paid is like, it's kind of like a label. Like you're, you're yeah. assigned like an organization who pays you through with this. It's very bizarre. It's weird. It's like, really strange, but it's like to... a second label for to to get paid for streams or something right like yeah that's how i viewed it or that's how i was like taking it which i don't know if that's correct but 
Yeah, my my brain shorted out before I got that far. <laughs> <laughs> but then there are mechanical royalties, and this is what kind of more pertains to, you know, Spotify. So these are generated anytime that your song is reproduced in any way. So the record label has to secure the license to reproduce your works, and it could be physical as a, like a CD or a permanent digital download, MP3, and a stream also counts as like reproducing your work, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. So Spotify and Apple Music, where you have a complete choice over whatever music you want to listen to, pays mechanical royalties. Um, and the, this part also, like, I don't know, the rate at which those royalties are paid is decided by the government, and it depends on what kind of customer is listening, like, free Spotify versus Spotify Premium, and which country the stream occurs in. So there are, like, a bunch of factors going into all of that. And more, (laughs) more complicated stuff, it's really hard to collect the royalties, um, so artists usually need to work with a music publisher or a publishing administrator. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there are more hoops to jump through, and apparently it's really difficult and borderline. Like, the art, one of the articles said it was disastrous if you want to try to do it yourself just because it's so complicated. Wow. Yeah. And then there's a little, some extra stuff that I thought was interesting. On YouTube, when there's, like, music played, it's called a micro-sync royalty because you're... you're music is linked it's like synced to a youtube video that is monetized right and you still need to have a publisher to collect those royalties too oh that is so interesting this is so weird (laughs) i know all those artists that are just by themselves on like spotify yeah they're not getting everything that they should i don't know either they have they know more about publishing because it said like if you know how to publish music then you can try it but mm. or they think, work with somebody like, they get percentages like everyone gets a cut uh-huh. and yeah. like because of like it's like 0.004 cents for each stream which is why like for a million streams you get like four thousand dollars like that's really not that much right for the amount that people like could be listening to your to your music yeah and there's at, at, the, at the same time i'm sorry go ahead Erin. no you go ahead i was going to bring uh something that i i never thought about it but uh watching this um guy speaking about like oh one one million views it's like four thousand dollars and how how it adds on spotify like uh he was comparing how we used to do things like back in the day so we would buy a cd for ten dollars and you as an artist all you would get from that cd that that person took was that uh, those ten dollars but now even if it's like it's yeah when you look like it's zero point zero zero four it's like really nothing right but if you think that like that one person uh, is gonna be able to listen and listen like for and you're gonna be earning money from each time the person listens yeah then i think it makes this for difference for for those huge artists yes mm-hmm. for huge artists i think for, like for yeah. people who are like really listening to 
to their music yeah for example the top songs of the day like Mm -hmm. those with i don't know 60,000 100,000 uh, like streams those they are they are making like real money mm-hmm. for the day but yeah i if you think this way the, those people like really make a profit yeah and i yeah. feel like and then when you think about especially classical musicians i think are like suffering mm-hmm. or who suffer the most with like this payment system or, or right. I, I don't know what you call it um i just think it's unfair maybe it should mm-hmm. be tiered maybe if like, like if you have this amount of streams you make this percentage like it, you know what i mean or yeah. i don't know i feel should like something like something fixed, right? that is mm-hmm. fair like it's like taxing the rich you know? <laughs> like kind of similar to that like i don't know i don't know well i have some mathy stuff oh i'm ready interesting this is from the rolling stones article the dude's name i wrote it somewhere because i was like oh my god okay his name is tim ingham so thank you tim (laughs) i didn't do any of this math shout out to tim shout out tim um okay so this is you know the spotify pays anywhere from 0.00331 of a cent and 0.00437 0.00437 per stream as of 2019. I know it's really low. Um, okay, and then here's where it gets real. Here's where I applaud Tim. It takes about 500,000 five, no wait, yeah, 500,000 <laughs> advertisement supported streams to generate $100 in me- mechanical royalties. And 180,000 premium tier streams to generate you know 1,200 so it it totally depends on the user yeah because if it's a premium tier stream it makes a lot more money my mouth is literally i just stared at the screen for a little bit yeah it's just like what that's so ridiculous and then it, it included a chart of like the article had a chart of um, what other companies pay, and like Apple po- Apple Music does a better job of paying their artists. It's something like I've heard point seven percent, and oh my gosh, sorry, all my screens. Okay, it's something like point seven percent. No, point zero zero seven. seven. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's okay. It's confusing, <laughs> totally. So it's like point seven no it's point zero zero yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. and the same is with amazon music but it's also my question is there have got to be less users of those well platforms. i also think that like apple and amazon are such huge companies compared to like spotify by itself yeah that's really true like they're um, a lot richer i would assume yeah <laughs> um so maybe they have more money to give to their artists mm-hmm. so hmm but That's to me, it just feels like if they can give out 0.007, why can't they give out 0.01? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like, there's such, especially Jeff Bezos. You well, know what? Eat Jeff Bezos. Eat the rich. <laughs> but, like, he, they're, that Amazon is so wealthy. So is Apple. I know. I don't want to yeah. ever hear any person, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? I just don't get it. Whatever. Yeah. Which companies. Okay. But, 
and then there's more math which again i still i think it adds this article really helped uh, the understanding for me at least um mm. out of three million creators 90 percent of all streams on spotify are shared between forty-three thousand artists um mm. Okay, and then this part got me. Spotify uses a pro rata payment, meaning that all of the money made through all streaming is divided proportionally among all of the artists on the platform. So if 43,000 artists are getting 90% of the streams, they're also going to get 90% of the money. Oh, I see. Yeah. So Tim uh, did an equation to figure out the average amount of money each of those artists would make per quarter. Uh And it's about 22,000. So it adds up to 90,000 a year. So that's like pretty good. So wait, what is this again? What is, where, where does this money come from? From streams. But, but it goes, that's how it, that's like how much money the top Oh, I see. I the see. top okay. tier artists are making, although like, it's just an average, so it's like, of course, Beyonce is making like, more. Yeah, like Beyonce or BTS or yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, and then also keeping in mind, like the record labels take a huge cut. Yes, I was about and, to say. Yeah, and then the other two point six, two point nine six. I'm really bad with numbers. Two point nine six million artists make an average of. $36 per quarter, <laughs> which is $12 a month. Um, but they can also get paid more if they are also qualified as a songwriter. Oh, I see. So it's like a couple bucks more a month. Hmm. But the good thing is that Spotify's number of artists sharing that 90% of the money in streams, that grows every year. So like it doubled one year and it's almost triple what it was in like 2015 or something like that so it is getting there and you know i don't know there are some issues but and then the last fact was that spotify pays 50 52 percent share to major record companies for the money made by their musicians wow the record companies are getting most of the money that's shady Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know so it's obviously like it's like how we talk about like money schemes or stuff to me yeah Ugh. i mean the artist is never getting the money that they should for creating it in the first place that being said like at least in my personal experience i've discovered a lot of artists on spotify and like back in the day when i listened to pandora Mm -hmm. and i have gone on to like see them live in concert several times like yeah and that's where they actually make a lot of money. I feel like it's like a good marketing and advertising rather than it is for like someone to make money from. Right. And then you like even if you find a smaller creator, like that's happened to me too, where I oh, find yeah. this person who has like not that much. And I become obsessed. Yeah, and then you become a fan and you find out where they are and you go to a concert maybe or buy some merch. So like I think there are pros, but Yeah. Like, I wish I, I would pay an extra dollar for premium if it meant they got a little more money, you know, if, if everybody paid an extra dollar. I don't know. Yeah. I just, the, the one, like, thought that I have about, like, to make more money on Spotify, you have to belong to, like, a label or, like, a record label who then make more money than you do. But the only yeah. way that you can make more money on Spotify is if you belong to a record label and not by yourself. Like, it's just, That's like, a true. circle. Like, it's just, like... 
It's so weird to think about, though. But kind of like going to college. Like, the only way you can get a good job is by going to college, but then you're going to be in debt to college forever. <laughs> yes. Lit it's just this, like, perpetuating circle of, like, mm -hmm. money, like, merry-go-round. Like, yeah. it's so fascinating. I really, it's capitalism for sure, but I really would love to know what Marie thinks about this. <gasps> yeah. Because... Yes. I feel like this would be really, like, up her street or, like, with her capitalism, like, research that she's done in the music industry. Someone let... Mm. I, Marie, let me know, or anyone who knows anything about capitalism in, in, in this kind of sector, like, music industry, I'd love to hear more about it because yeah. this merry-go-round thing of, like, streaming is a capitalism, like, company thing, like, I, it's bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... There's pros and cons, like we just said. Like, you get advertising, people can discover your music it's really easily on Spotify. Yeah. Like, how people are discovering our podcast. I feel like we right. get new listeners every, like, when we, like, when I look on, like, our, um, Analysis. what's it called? Like, the country breakdown on, like, our plays and stuff and new followers that I don't know who they are, like, welcome <laughs> it's yeah like welcome to our podcast but like it's it, it it works like we're not making any money from this podcast and there was something that i found um about how podcasts make money from spotify and it's like we're it's like less than songs I because bet. yeah because of um i guess like the amount of the how long they stream it and how also people don't like with podcasts they skip around like they don't listen yeah. to like your entire like all the episodes they find one that interests them mm -hmm. and they only listen to that one that's true so like how we have like a lot of plays on our episode about florence price but not so much on some others you know what i mean and mm -hmm. i feel like people were like searching florence price's name and they found our podcast and they listened to it oh, yeah so i feel like that plays into the whole podcast thing on spotify i i wish i would have kept that website because it broke it down with like the difference between artists and then podcasters that's really interesting too i kind of yeah because because spotify is so huge on both like you like mm -hmm. i listen to my to my podcasts on spotify me too and most of our listeners also listen on spotify um but and then it like the it was like one of those articles where it's like how can you make more money with your podcast on spotify and it was like have a good jingle at the beginning oh, <laughs> or something to grab in the attention of a listener but um yeah so that is also super fascinating <laughs> to me too and i also people who like who are like like are sponsored by like overcast or by anchor like how we like are podcast is hosted by anchor for anyone who doesn't know um and people who are like actually sponsored by like overcast stitcher google podcasts or like any of that they get a cut as well hmm. it's like the same thing it's like the host gets money and i feel like it was like the same percentage actually as some of the numbers that you were saying yeah so that's it's crazy because it's just like the radio like we're like a radio yeah. but it's just you can play it over like you know repeat it but it's also interesting how like we it comes up in conversation a lot these days just how music and everything is changing with the internet and now that it's even more a part of our lives because of the pandemic and everything that's but yeah 
kind of related to what Habeka was saying before about like the TikTok artists who then got a lot of money in music because of their TikTok. Like, you never know what song is going to be the next like TikTok um, sound that somebody uses over and over again. And then like a million, a billion people d download it because they found it on TikTok. It went viral. So like it's, it's definitely like centered around trends. Like, yeah. Yeah. But in that way, like, I don't think Spotify can only help that get bigger and bigger. Like, for an artist, if it, you, again, you just never know. I think there was a new artist just a couple weeks ago whose song, like, hit the top. And it's, like, never been seen before, but it's because of TikTok. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, obviously, it can be better. But I definitely think especially as like a listener oh my god spotify is the best thing ever as an artist i think it could definitely be better but it's still not like i don't think it's like terror obviously i'm not trying to live off of it right now but i don't think it's like the worst thing in the world it's just right now when people are trying to live off of streaming where it's like not really sustainable yeah yeah i, I think, think yeah i've never thought about that before like how people see the uh like the profit from spotify like before i was just saying like oh yeah to make the point zero zero four for a stream it's really bad like you can't mm -hmm. live off that but not at all if it's just if spotify is just a tool to advertise your music and to get more real friends going to concerts and going buying merch then it's a great great thing right yeah, yeah. it just depends on how you see it but yeah, now that I see it as a tool, it is really nice. I've, I've even seen a guy saying that he prefers Spotify as an artist because it is almost like a profile. You can get followers and there's yeah, like that's your too. playlists, your personal playlist there, your albums and discography with the year and everything. And you have the numbers like the number of followers and the number of streams, streams too. To I feel like song. when I discover like a new artist I go to their page and then mm -hmm. I look at like their top five that they have and I listen yeah. to because yeah. like I feel like that's like a really easy way to be like do I like this artist do I like mm -hmm. their music so like that's super it's useful for sure yeah so. I always try to go a little bit beyond the top five because mm. personally, I don't know why. Well, I'm yeah, never if I find a fan that I... <laughs> of the top five, like if there's an artist that I love, I'm not like it's not a, of the top five that I'm gonna you just be like listening don't like the mainstream songs. That's like, I'm not. <laughs> She's different. Not. She's different. She's individual. She's not like the other girls. That's so funny. Um. No, I feel like I go beyond the top five if I like the top five. I don't oh, know. I, I feel like it's just like an easy way for me to like gauge if I like mm, I see, their I see. music. But I definitely, I always do that. If I find something on my Discover Weekly and I'm like, oh, this is this is good. Mm -hmm. I go to their page and... Or to the radio. I also, I also share it too. Mm. If I find something I really love, I always send it to Ricky. Uh -huh. like, Listen to this. He does the same thing. So I feel like that is also like totally helping out an artist as well yeah, if you, share, if you mm -hmm. share their music mm -hmm. and huh. also at the radio uh you guys are talking about like the 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 chosens of the week how is that <laughs> but i was i oh, like the radio mix? 
Yeah, the daily mix. Oh, the daily I, I mix. Also, I see. I also like the radio. Like, when you just play a song and then you go to the radio of that song, I also find yeah. a lot of artists that way, too. Yeah, I, I really love Spotify's platform. I've never had really... I mean, I used Pandora, like, in high school. Mm. And also something called 8Notes. No, that's not what it's called. 8Track? No. Oh, my gosh. What is that thing? If anyone knows what I'm talking about, let me know. 8Tracks? Never heard of it. No. Mm. my friend in high school like showed it to me and i was super like that was like one of my main things and then i got student spotify when i went to undergrad mm-hmm. now i now i paid the ten dollars a month but it's so worth it i it's think so worth it. spotify i was just do- like downloading stuff I- that too mm-hmm. like i used to buy songs on itunes yeah, yeah. weird now i like don't weird. at all unless i really need it and i can't find it that's another thing. I, there's been a few times in my life where I have not been able to find a classical music album on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not, like, I, don't, I feel like that's not anyone's fault. It's just, I guess, the the group or someone, like, didn't put it on Spotify or whatever. It's just, like, a CD yeah. or album that I was able to find on iTunes. Recently, um, I've had to deal with this with the Suzuki training that Hebeka and I are doing right now. And I had to buy... <laughs> I had to buy the entire album on iTunes because, of course, it's not on Spotify. (laughs) And also, um, when I was doing a project in undergrad on on Mahler, actually, um, I couldn't find this one recording. It wasn't of Mahler. It was from another composer of a piano trio that I think that I was arguing this is a, kind of a tangent but that I was arguing that he had was inspired by because they went to school together anyway whatever mm-hmm. and um I couldn't find that that piece at all or album mm-hmm. on Spotify so I had to buy it there too so I mean Spotify kind of helps people if you can't find it you just buy yeah. it <laughs> um <laughs> if it's not there then you have to fork over the 10 bucks and I'm yeah. kidding like I wouldn't sign up for like Amazon Music or no. Apple. Like why? Why just buy it instead? But sometimes with classical music, it's it's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes with Brazilian music, it's not oh. like Brazilian classical music. It's not I see. There. Oh. Because it's not very. It's like not played that Is much. Is Spotify mm-hmm. as like prominent in Brazil as it is here? Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have. And a Deezer, a lot of people use Deezer, but not as much as Spotify. I see. Hmm. Very interesting. Mm. I'm just sometimes I'm always curious, like because we always talk about like how it is in the U.S. Oh. Or I wonder, like in Europe and Asia, what what do people use? I feel like Europe would it... definitely be Spotify. Yeah, I know a lot of friends that use Spotify in Germany. I f- yeah. Also, we have a lot of German listeners, actually, of this podcast. It it goes, like, United States, Brazil, Germany. (laughs) Wow. And then, like, UK is after that, too. Hi, UK. Hi, UK. Hi, Germany. Hi, Germany. We love you. Say hi in Germany. German. I used to. Hallo. 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 Die gets his beer. Gosh, I don't know any German. But, it's been a while. So yeah, um, I kind of want to revisit this topic if we yeah, can talk to Marie, too. maybe, or if we have, yeah, if we ever have Marie awesome. back on, mm-hmm. I feel like this would be right up her alley. Yes. Um. So yeah, 
Should we move on to the second act? Yeah, I'm so excited. So Me we're too. doing some mini games again. Mm -hmm. This was so fun last time. <laughs> um, so yeah, who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, wait. Oh my gosh, Aaron, it sounds like music school at your house. Yeah, it, it yeah. does today. I love. Okay, are we ready? So my mm -hmm. game is the same as last time. I'm going to be playing some things, and you have to guess the composer. Um, I have seven songs in total. Seven songs, seven mm. pieces. Let's let's <laughs> you know. Let's just call pieces songs. Normalize that, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number one. Wait, I need to make sure that everything is okay with my sharing i think it's i think it'll be good if you can't hear it please just wave me down okay <laughs> oh my god i know this guesses uh Rebecca I'm, I'm very like I will give you a hint if you have just absolutely no idea I I am very like between 8 or 80 I'm like is it Prokofiev or Mozart oh it's not I can tell you one thing it's not a male oh shoot Ooh. It's Ethel Smythe Ethel Smythe oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that was a guess it sounded yes, pastoral. It is very, nice. it's her serenade in D major. It's the oh. second movement. It's the scherzo. I was listening to that last week. It's so oh. good. It's like frolicking in the fields or something. Nice. It was really nice. It's so nice. I. It's honestly like on my bucket list of things I want to play in like orchestra. Ooh, I just hey, hit my mic. I apologize. You can program but... it when you're a teacher. Oh my god, stop it. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Moskowski. Moskowski. <laughs> was like, huh? And I was like, Rebecca, you should know this. I should know this. I'm playing this. We're, oh, I don't know. If anyone doesn't know, Rebecca and I are playing the Moskowski Suite <laughs> for two violins on our recitals. Um, no big deal. <laughs> That's I, it the... was the first thing that came to my mind. But okay, good. Sure. Okay. I mean, I we did, we like played through it the other day super slow. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I need to listen yes. more. I do too, actually. It's actually the only recording of the Moskowski that I've been able to find on Spotify. Well, so, and since Aaron told me that the person or the they only get paid um, for the stream if it's thirty seconds or more, so each clip I'm playing thirty seconds to make sure nice. they get they get their point zero zero whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Three third of a cent. So yes, that was anyway. the Moskowski. 
Okay. Also, everyone at home, play along. I forgot to say that in the beginning. Um, okay, let's do let's do this one. guess clara schumann no it's not is it robert schumann it's not a schumann <laughs> it is a man is it johanna johannes brahms nope damn it i'm i'm glad i put this one because he to me a lot of his works sound like other composers he do you want do you want me to say what about a hint i don't know he's uh poc Oh, he's black. He's a black composer. George Walker. No. <laughs> I'll say the name and you guys will be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Samuel Coleridge Taylor. Oh. Yes. I would actually <laughs> love to do a podcast on him because he is fascinating and also super talented this is his valse suite opus 71 i think it's named three fours and it's the fourth movement vivace, vivace okay, excuse good. me good. um yeah i'd love to focus on him he's super talented this is actually one of my favorite pieces by him um i got this from my piano playlist that i listen to on the daily um but yeah go listen to some samuel coleridge taylor okay are we ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay. let that one go on a little bit longer just because it's so good <laughs> any guesses here ladies uh souvenir de florence yes tchaikovsky this is also on my bucket list to play oh, so one fun. day it's so good um and this recording actually has sarah chang on first violin oh yeah well. i didn't know it existed till today when i was <laughs> finding these um recordings wow so yeah she sounds great um okay number four no this is number five no yeah five okay <laughs> um which one have i not done yet oh okay here we go
Okay, I'm sorry we had to get to that chord because that chord is literally so unique and special and it's amazing. Um, any any guesses? <laughs> your face is right. Your guess is just like mm, no idea. <laughs> um, it's a it's a male. Debussy. No. Fauré. No. Ravel. No. Damn. Starts with a B. As we hear this lovely, is that a tuba or something in the background? Trombone. Trombone. <laughs> B, beaver, I don't know. No. Want me to give it away? Yeah. Bartok. Oh, really? Oh. It is. So this is, um, uh, don't know what number it is. It's from his 14 Bagatelles. Um, and this is Opus 6 Grave, or Grave, I should say, or Grave. Um, he, they're all they're all piano pieces and i discovered this piece in junior year of my undergrad in 20th 20 20th 21st century music theory mm -hmm. and specifically for the core that was like just a few minutes before i stopped because it's okay. just super wild and beautiful anyway it's become like it's like one of my favorites now yeah. okay next one number six sorry i have to stop there but so pretty it's amazing and also not that well known but you know the composer know it is. you know the composer i know him yes i don't know it's a male unfortunately oh, <laughs> uh. guaranteed you guys have both played one of his symphonies hold on sibelius no Stop. Why did I? Why was that? That was a good. No, that's a good guess. If it's guaranteed, then it had to have happened while we were at UMass, right? Uh, actually, okay, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, we were going to play a symphony by this person, and then COVID happened. Mahler. Mahler. Ooh. So this is his unfinished piano quartet. Um... I did a entire research project on this. My senior year why was undergrad. it the most beautiful thing i've ever heard it's incredible isn't it so he actually wrote this at school like he wrote this as, as a student and wow. it's unfinished and i found out that his sorry i'm going on a tangent but i'm just gonna explain it's what i mentioned before about how he was copying potentially his professor robert fuchs who Ooh. was his um theory composition professor at vienna Conservatory, I think. Don't quote me on that. Can't remember. And they're very similar in the key, 
the motives, the um, texture, a bunch of different stuff. And so I was thinking that while, and they were also written the same year. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking while his professor was writing a piano quartet, Mahler was also doing one alongside him. That's so cool. And there's a sketch for the scherzo um, movement, which would have been the second movement, but then it's unfinished. So I highly suggest Mahler. everyone go listen to this because it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys were both like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Okay. The last one. Here we go. some beautiful piano music that i'm obsessed with like i said my piano playlist i listen all the time (laughs) that is amazing i love that any idea no (laughs) no (laughs) becca no (laughs) we know this we know this composer do we aaron you should ask one of the composers you asked earlier clara schumann brahms robert Clara Schumann, you got it. Said everything. <laughs> it's P- <laughs> Clara Schumann, Brahms. <laughs> um, this is her piano concerto in A major or oh, A minor, wow. excuse me. Wow. Um, and this is the second movement, the Romans. Pretty, isn't it? Love so it. amazing. So, um, everyone, go listen to this. Clara Schumann is just completely slept on, in general. Yeah. Like that. I played a minute and I like was melting as I'm sitting here. Like it's mm-hmm. so good on this very frigid, blustery day. So nice words. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was also um beautiful. That was my mini game. We're not k- tracking points, I realize, but no. we don't need no. to. It's fine. Who cares? Okay. Well, that was me. Anyone else like to go? I can I go. Can- Oh, Wait, okay. Becca said it first. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Becca. Okay, so um, you listened to two songs at once, mm-hmm. and you had to guess oh, which songs are. Okay, so I'll start. I'm excited. I'm also nervous. Okay, Tchaikovsky and Mm 
Dun 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 dun. What is that piece? Boom. What is that? I need I need the I hear Tchaikovsky immediately. But then Yay. can you also turn it up a little bit maybe? Yeah, we can. Let's see what I did. Or put your mic near it too. Okay. Um Tchaikovsky for sure. Oh my god, what is that piece? I hear it in my head. And saw violin concerto? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. I literally couldn't. Oh my gosh. No? It was the octaves. It's the octaves, right? Because that was one of the last violin concertos I did. <laughs> PTSD. Wait, what? Say that again? Sansaw was one of the last violin concertos I did, and those octaves traumatized me. Oh, wait. It's not Sansaw. No. It's not no. Sansaw. Play it again. Aww. It's okay. I'm going to give you the answer, okay? No, yeah. no, no. 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 Okay, fine. That's okay. No, the answer? One more time? Yes, one more time. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And I literally can't think of the name. I just turned out the, the sound for the checkouts a little bit. I know okay, the orchestra. Know. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it. Yeah, tell. Yeah. Oh my god. Values. Oh my oh. god. I'm so mad at myself. I'm so embarrassed and I'm so upset. I didn't get it. <laughs> it's okay. It was. I've nice. never played it. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I was just like, it's like something I know that hasn't committed to memory. Okay, I'm ready for this. Is fun. Okay, next That's one, fun. you guys. Are you ready? Yes, yeah. I'm so ready. All right. Dusty five. Yes, totally. What is that piece? I don't know what the other one is. I mean, I hear Shasti too much. <laughs> da dum bum. What is this piece? I give up. I don't know. I don't know. Beethoven. No. Yes. Really? Oh, Beethoven yes. Symphony. Which one? I don't know which one though. Okay, so it was the ninth, ninth one. Oh. Yeah. It sounded very Dang. Beethovenian. Beethovenian. But Shostakovich was right there. Shostakovich. Right? I mean, that's. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. So good. Now I have something. I think it's gonna be easy. Okay. Oh, okay. These are fun. They are. Okay, I'm gonna start. This is innovative. I haven't mm -hmm. seen anyone do this before. <laughs> oh my god. Use a violin. It's a very common game in some Korean variety shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's really fun. This okay. is so fun. Next one. Oh, Bach, sweet one. Mm hmm. Shasti Viola Sonata? Yeah! Wow! I could barely hear the other one. Wow! Wait! Oh, it's Viola Repertoire. Did it just for you? Becca! <laughs> I could cry. <laughs> I've never been the so. The Bach was so easy. I was like, da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Love. What a beautiful it mix. It so fast. That was fun. Okay. <laughs> this is so exciting. More. <gasps> more. Okay, wow, these are good. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me get ready. How are you doing this? Do you have one on your computer and then like one on your phone or something? No, I have both in my computer. Oh. And then I am, I, I like play it. And once they both are playing, I'm from my phone. Um, uh, Mendelssohn Octet. Oh my god, that was too easy. Da, 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 da. I love that piece. Bucket list. Oh, Shostakovich 8. Yes. Yeah, quartet. Okay. Wow. That was easy. <laughs> nice. That was I know my I know my chamber music rep. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, nice. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. So, oh, we have the last Ooh. one. And I okay. thought we have a little bit of fun with this one. Oh my gosh. Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar High. Oh my god, Heart of Glass, Miley Cyrus cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. What? I listen to the Miley Cyrus Heart of Glass cover all the time. <laughs> Oh I would not have it as a TikTok sound. <laughs> Literally so good. Uh, that, was that was great. That was fun. Yeah, that was it, you guys. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got, like, most all of them. We only missed yeah. Sibelius. I mean, like... Yeah, that one was tough. That's fine. I think it's just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I didn't get that. We haven't been playing a lot, right? I no. Like, you know what? It's fine. Maybe it's you... fine. Yeah. All right, so this is a little less intellectual. <laughs> oh, that's uh, hey, no, I'm this gonna is... probably get one wrong. Okay, I'm gonna pretend to be a composer, and then, um, but it's two truths and a lie, so you have to guess <laughs> which fact is the lie. This is like your Tinder dating profile Ooh. as a composer. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> in a way, I guess. Okay, so we're starting out with Johannes Brahms. Wait, I thought what? Oh, we're oh, I'm sorry. I I'll be Brahms. I see, and we're guessing the lie. I'll be Brahms, and I'm telling you three facts about myself, and then oh you gosh. have to guess which one is a lie. Okay, okay, I can do this. Okay, okay. so Brahms, I'm outdoorsy. I love to go hiking and stuff. <laughs> I once fell asleep during a performance by List. 
I believe And it. I loved to dance when I was younger. Okay, for some reason, I totally believe the falling asleep, but that could also be the lie. I, I think I believe the falling asleep. I think I, I believe it, say... too. I feel like that's an anecdote that people would remember. <laughs> Isn't I there some drama I with Brahms and Liszt like... anyway? Like... Yeah, yeah, they they have a huge drama. Yeah, right. Though I don't know now that I think I don't know. Wait, if Franz would, me, would sleep we... because he hated him so much. Did he hate him like, or did he you... hate Berlioz? Who hated Berlioz? I don't know. <laughs> somewhere we Berlioz? somewhere we talked about hated. No, the Schumanns did. They hated Berlioz. Yeah. Okay, never mind. And List. And List. That's right. And okay, wait. So he he's outdoorsy. Mm-hmm. He I would say he felt. didn't like to dance when he was younger. I'm going to say that, too. I don't think he liked to dance when he was younger. Yeah, you're right. Wow. I made that up. <laughs> I love that. All right. But he's outdoorsy. Isn't that cute? That is cute. Yeah. He, liked a little, he liked a little hike. A little hike. See, see the nature. <laughs> All right. Now I am Benjamin Britten. Oh, British. All right. Let's go. I enjoyed vacationing in Spain over the summers. Yes. I am a pacifist, definitely, yes. oh. and pacifist. I was the first composer to ever gain life peerage as a baron. Oh. I was a baron. <laughs> Victor's reaction was, oh, so good. <laughs> I was not expecting that fact because I think that's true. I think so, too. I mean, ever? It's something really strong. Is he a baron? Baron Benjamin Britten? Three Bs? All that alliteration? <laughs> I don't know. Something seems fishy there. <laughs> barons. Do they make them barons? And in, in, I thought they were OBEs, but that's a baron. Or mm. a pa <laughs> and then pacifist. Yeah, I like to keep the peace. I believe pacifist. Mm -hmm. Do you? Maybe not. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Hang on. What was the first one? I'm so sorry. I enjoy vacationing in Spain over the summer. That's 110 percent true. All British people love to go to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> they go on a holiday to some tropical, not tropical, but warmer country. They do. I, but, you know, I would say that one because I now that I think it would be easier for Erin to make that up. That's true. You're right. Wait, you hang on. It. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. Wow. Oh. <laughs> it would be easier for Erin to make that <laughs> That's true. It was easy. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're right, Habaka. Thank you so much. I was like literally debating it in my head i was like where's I, the lie i saw your struggle you were like <laughs> they all sound correct to me <laughs> yeah who knows maybe he went to spain and vacationed uh, yeah but he probably right. let's be real he probably did i'd go to spain all right and i only did three so this is the last one and oh. who could i pick but mr shostakovich you love him you probably didn't even need to look up facts for this no <laughs> <laughs> okay I loved playing tennis. I'm obsessed with cleanliness. And I regularly send mail to myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> All of those are a lie. Just um, I regularly Wait, send... One okay, the one is true? too weird for you to make up. I regularly send mail to myself. <laughs> you didn't make that up. Okay. I Actually, I, I would say that is the one you... Oh, really? I feel like it's too weird. Right? That's, That's exactly why. <laughs> I but I feel like it's too weird that it has to be true. Oh yes, okay. Yes, I agree with you. That's definitely. I'm upset. I'm like uh, my head is on. I'm obsessed with cleanliness. Wasn't he? Mm. Who who? Cleanliness. Shasti. 
I really don't know. What was the first one? Love playing tennis. Uh, playing tennis. I think love is too much. Maybe we I'm gonna... should go with the first one. Let's go with the first one. Damn, you guys got this all right. <laughs> sport he liked was soccer. Oh. I just changed the sport, but he and did. For some did reason, I like have this idea of Jostakovich being a little bit like perfectionist. So uh-huh. I can totally see him being like, like wanting to be clean, like in yeah. his living space. And the reason why he sent mail to himself was to make sure the postal service was working. Oh wow, that's so sad. I know that you have to do that. It's kind of it's sad. kind of quirky, but I wonder if he did it because of the Russian government. You know? Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is wow. quirky though. I, I like that fact about him. So it I just is. love that. That was so okay. good. Yeah, that's those nice. are the. Things. Off to, I like doing these. Okay. Bravo to all of us. Yeah, those are fun. Oh my gosh, we're gonna do more mini games in the future. Yeah. I love these. These are yes. so cute. Ten out of ten. Okay. Well. Oh wait, before we ask our second favorite question of the day, I need to share a fun fact in music yeah. history. Um, Aaron, you're gonna love this. Yay! So. So there weren't anything interesting about today, January 29th. Like, it kind of was just not interesting. But uh, January 30th, which is the day that this podcast goes live on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, on January 30th, 1966, Shostakovich completed his 11th string quartet. <sighs> wow. Does that make you feel That's some nice. kind of way, Aaron? Yeah, it's kind of sad. that was one of the sad ones. Honestly, like I love Shostakovich too. They're all too. sad. I'm just completely obsessed with him. I love um, him too. Okay, Rebecca, it's that mm-hmm. time of the podcast. <gasps> Yay! What so, is the Portuguese word of the day? The word of the day is aleatório. What? I'm sorry. Can you repeat well, that? I'm gonna type here and chat to. Heck yeah. Oh, I see the spelling now. Aleatorio. Aleatorio. What does that mean? And that means random. Random. Oh. Oh, I love. That was so good. Sometimes we use this like, oh. That situation was totally awkward. That was totally random. We used oh, this see. word. Totally nice. aleatorio. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, amazing. Well, yeah. add that to our repertoire of Portuguese words. One of these days, we're going to build a whole sentence with our words. <laughs> a whole paragraph. It's really a weird very paragraph. random sentence, but it's going to be... That's fine. Random. <laughs> we can already say aleatorio. Mm. Mm-hmm. Done. Anyway... <laughs> um That's so guys cute. our favorite our favorite question of the pod how was your tuning this week all right well i'm gonna give it a s- seven out of ten because yeah. the good parts like typically as per usual were very good yeah um but umass students are moving back in mm. which is like scary yeah i work at target so it's a little frustrating when you know i see more people like 
a lot of the adults will come in and like buy a lot of groceries and I like them because I know they're stocking up for the week and doing the thing that only going out once but it's really frustrating to see like five college girls come to Target to pick up red solo cups nail polish <sighs> and a pack of reusable straws like hello <laughs> I know you're coming back but please stay in your dorm for the yeah and then I know my roommate has had some issues going to COVID testing and there are like par parents there with their students to move in and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, lots of people from lots of different places. All in It was building. wild at COVID testing yesterday. Like they had a police officer directing traffic and like everyone yeah. worked like in, in the main big parking lot. You couldn't park in like the little roundabout in front of the Mullen wow. Center. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't have to wait that long, but it was just a lot of people and it like made me super nervous. That part is just like, I've been feeling pretty safe at UMass, but it's really frustrating. Like, I wish they were just doing this semester the same as last semester. Then and, I'd be comfortable. But and not increasing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like increasing the people on campus and especially the people who are most likely to be irresponsible is just like it was yep. fine before and now they're just making it slightly more dangerous so that students can feel good about spending their money. I don't know. To me, it's just like the, it's the first mm -hmm. bad move that I feel like UMass has made in my eyes. I completely agree. So that's kind of like it just became a frustration this week now that it's like, oh, OK, it's happening. Shoot. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, well, life goes on. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my week was very much the same. Um, I feel like I made a lot of realizations and, and decisions this week yeah. and about the future. And, um, but same thing also, like I, the amount of people in the area right now is very scary. Um, but today, um, it's super cold outside the highest, like, 17 or 16 or whatever and it feels i when i woke up this morning it said it feels like negative 11 and i was just like that's beautiful <laughs> so i went on a walk i went out into the cold and i felt it and i needed to experience wow. that type of cold weather yeah i'm very much like i'm not gonna ever feel i mean not ever feel that again but who knows you know like when am i gonna feel cold weather like that so that was like a fun activity i had today i'm so, so weird interesting my florida intrigue comes out sometimes <laughs> um so funny. but yeah i guess just for things a, a seven totally middle of the road seven not not really nice. much like a five but yeah a seven mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this week like in celsius it's been oh my gosh it was wild for you yeah i mean my Brazilian part is also very excited about this <laughs> all this code, but I'm being excited like inside my room. You're just like you're watching from like inside, being like, oh wow, it's wow. really cold. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. I'm just like the puppy looking in in outside the window, like wow, that's so. Oh, cool. oh my gosh. And it's yeah. like feels like this morning. Morning was feel feeling like minus twenty two Celsius, which I've cold. never felt before I'm that's why excited. i like wanted to feel it i was like i can like it's like cold in my apartment and like we just put the heat up now but i wanted to feel it and yeah. boy oh boy was it cold mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna try to do that tomorrow tomorrow's also gonna be very cool to yeah tomorrow's super cold too yeah the nice. low is zero <laughs> so interesting but anyways my week has been good it didn't start quite well 
and I think I'm gonna share share just because I think the more people know better. Oh yes, oh, I think this I, would be a good idea. I got I in a scam where I lost money because I thought it was a gig, and it looked very much like a gig. I mean, the things that you were showing us, like emails, uh, like a date to come. Some wasn't there like music ideas too or yes. something. That's so crazy. for like a few weeks, I was t uh, talking by email with this person that was looking for a violinist to play in a wedding on February on a weekend. And we were talking about repertoire and how long and and what kinds of songs and also price. But then he sent me a check, like the payment. And the story was that it was for me and for the photographer, mm -hmm. but he shouldn't have sent in one check. It was supposed to be in two checks. So he, he asked me to send back the photographer's money. And that's the where the scam was. So yes. the check was fake yep. or it, it was actually it was not fake, but I think he canceled the check yeah. after I deposited. So I I sent the money back for the part that was the photographer like mm -hmm. yeah in quotes the in fake quotes. photographer <laughs> and then I lost this this money so I just wanted to warn you guys out there there is this there is such a thing so just be careful make sure that like if you get a gig or something just make sure that it's from someone that you know and just ask all the information you can yeah. always take the check to the bank to make sure that it's a fake or not and i, I also think right like now, oh go ahead go ahead sorry right now with the school back and a lot of students that's gonna be a thing mm -hmm. yeah i had never i have always heard of like these gig scams and like these check like things happening before like you see it like on facebook and people are like please may be made aware of this person in this area but, like, I've never known someone to have gone through or to experience it before. And it's just absolutely despicable mm -hmm. yeah. um, in every sense. And I also feel like something that I, I rule of thumb that I usually do to avoid is I don't know if I've ever gotten, like, any offers from someone who was a scam or whatever. But um, I always ask for payment the day of the gig mm -hmm. in person in cash. Unless it's, like, a family friend. So then that way you know that you'll be paid, basically, right. and it's not fake. That's so true. I think that's that's some good advice. And to, and to have a contract of sorts, which I've done before, mm -hmm. where I've, like, you can find them online. Like, one, it's not really, like, a binding contract, but it's, like, a, a contract between you two that you could then, if need be, dispute legally if it ever comes to that mm -hmm. but to ask for the payment like on site before you play so that way you don't play and then you're like where's the money like how where right are you, you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i think that's a really good some good advice um for anyone but um just the fact that i mean you shared with us those screenshots and everything of like mm -hmm. emails back and forth and it was just like that is so bizarre yeah, and it right. was like music i like you had music and all of this stuff and to for it to to yeah. be turned out to not be real 
is wild and i'm so mm -hmm. sorry it happened oh it's okay yeah. i was glad that nothing happened to me like, yes that's true so yeah. i'm glad and like i said like money comes when it goes you're so positive no i would have been literally on the ground sobbing Same. <laughs> i said to my friend gabriel i said to him i am too tired to that's true on them i'm just like right i'm gonna waste more energy, energy yeah on that i'm just gonna keep living you know oh mm. words to live by you're inspiring Habeka. yeah actually oh, though like I always say, you're such a cheerleader for like us and everyone. It's so wonderful. Your positivity. Aww. I need to have more of it in my life. Me too. But anyways, I was going to say that. And yeah, don't never like subestimate them and just because they have... Underestimate. Oh, underestimate. Mm. Underestimate, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and just because it looks real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had the, in the back of my head the whole time that it would... It could be a scam, but I was. It just got really weird. Like when they sent you the check, and then it wasn't. And I was, we, Aaron and I were both like, it's kind of weird, but yeah, like question mark. It's a real check, and it was a real check. He just canceled it. it. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, just man, people suck. Keep your, keep they your do. Open. And yeah, I would. I think I would give my wake. Uh, I don't know, a five. Wow, it's been okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, something really nice happened. Like I've gotten a few things from my friends, and I I could I was approved to get my permit. So I'll to drive? Yeah. Oh my really? Gosh. Yeah. Come drive my car. I'll be Rebecca, in the passenger seat with you. Road. Yeah. Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca's on the road. Room, room. So, <laughs> I want a sticker that says that. <laughs> the moment. I see you drive, or if you ever drive my car, obviously I'll have to be with you, but like, I'm gonna put on Room Room by Charlie XCX. If anyone knows that song, you'll know exactly. It's like, Room, let's ride. Ooh. It's such a good song. It's like the first song I played when I got my car. Nice. Anyway, anyway, I digress. That's such a you thing. I can imagine you, like, before even turning on the car, let me get my playlist. No, I literally did. I was like, no, I need to, I have to have this song for my first drive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna do the same. It's gonna be, nice. become a, a ritual. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of our podcast mm -hmm. for, for today. As always, please follow us on Instagram at Out of Tune Pod. Check us out on Facebook at also Out of Tune Podcast. Yeah. Um, our episodes come out every Saturday in the morning. And this has been Out, out of, of Tune. Tune.